Welcome to the New York State Bar Association's Miranda Warnings, where we debate, discuss, and dive into law-related issues important to all of us. I'm Dave Miranda, past president of the New York State Bar Association and partner at the intellectual property law firm of Heslin, Rothenberg, Farley, and Messier. This week on Miranda Warnings, it's our privilege to have the Honorable Rosanna Rosado, the New York State Secretary of State. Welcome, Secretary Rosado. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It is really great to have you, Secretary Rosado, here on Miranda Warnings First. Uh, how are you? You know, I have to say that I'm well. I mean, I could complain about uh, being cooped up with my family for uh, many weeks, but I also feel, you know, we're, we're blessed. You know, we're working. Everybody's working from home. They are um, impinging on my on my broadband. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we're so far we've we've stayed safe. And I think that's the most important thing. Yes. Good. It's good to hear from you. And it's wonderful to have you here on Miranda Warnings. Uh, My understanding is that the Department of State is still operating uh, remotely. So if people need to file anything with the Department of State, they're still able to do that. Yes. People can still file uh, businesses, licenses, requests. I mean, there is a, there probably will be a delay in exams and in renewals. Um, but, you know, they're, they're not emergencies compared to the emergencies that we are dealing with. Well, that's wonderful. The, the, the topic that uh, we really want to get into today is the 2020 census, uh, which we have every 10 years. As you know, of course, uh, Article 1, Section 2 of the U.S. Constitution uh, requires a census every 10 years. Why is the census so important? Well, the census is very important, uh, critically important, because uh, based on an accurate count of all the geographies, in this case of New York State, the federal government will then kind of draw the map, literally the map of where it's, where, you know, the residents live. And based on that um, population and projected growth of, of, of population, they will divide up the, you know, federal dollars. Um, And that's really, really important. Um, One of the things we found as we went around the state talking to people all of last year, I, I, I co-chaired with Jim Malatras, this commission for the governor. And we went around the state talking to people about uh, the census and, you know, on, on first blush, people like, yeah, yeah, the census every 10 years. Yes. Um, but for example, we found that um, one of the largest groups of people who are undercounted are children under five. And um, there are a bunch of reasons the experts told us that, you know, some people, you know, they they don't count the babies because they don't think that they're like people yet. Um, uh, In some cases, some moms don't want to report their their newborn sons because they think it's connected to the draft. Um, Or, you know, people are living during the week there with grandma and grandpa while parents are working. And so grandma didn't count them and the parents didn't count them. Um, they don't have this concept of where the kids live. So why is that important? Because if of all the groups in the universe, the group most affected 
by an accurate census count are babies because literally that's going to determine how many head start you know how many pre-k you know my age now because i said head start but how many pre-k how many uh, school seats you know that we're preparing as we project into the future and so maybe it's a little wonky the way it's connected and that's why it's hard to explain to people but it there's a there's there's a connection between an accurate count and how much money comes to your specific neighborhood to your county to your um geographic area for the services that we all need right so when the government uh, in particular the federal government is dividing up money based upon population it's important that we have an accurate count so that your each of our regions here in New York State get the uh, proper funding. It's also important uh, for the purposes of apportionment of our representatives in Congress. Uh, yes. After every census, there will be now a reapportionment of where the congressional districts are, for example. Uh, and so again, it's important that we have uh, an accurate count so that New York has the proper representation. Yes, and if we don't have an accurate count, all the pundits agree that we stand to lose uh, two congressional seats in New York State. Um, and if you fast forward to what we're living today in this in this pandemic, um, right. you realize how important representation in Washington is for New York, right? Like we're literally fighting for dollars for our business sector and for our, our citizens and for healthcare. And so it's critically important that we have an accurate count um, so that that translates into dollars and to representation. And it also um, factors into all the planning that we do on every level, you know, every level of government um, and even private sector, all the planning we do for the future. And of course, you, I, I think you alluded to a, mis, uh, a misconception sometimes in the public uh, as to how this information is going to be used. Of course, the information that you provide on the census is kept confidential and is only used for the purposes of the census. It has nothing to do with the draft or uh, immigration or anything else. Yes, and not only is it only used for that, they're not allowed by law, the people at, at the Census Bureau are not allowed to share that information. You know, I was at a, a, a business thing, this is months ago, because I've been home for 60 days, but um, a colleague in state government, a very intelligent colleague who's a lawyer, Said, I said to her, you know, your daughter will be counted in college because she had she was on a college campus. Well, of course, she's home now. But at the time, right. I said, you know, you don't count your daughter. She'll be counted on her campus. And she was like, but I pay for everything. And I'm like, this is not the IRS. This is <laughs> the census. Right. They're just right. counting with where everyone is physically. So there are a lot of misconceptions that people have about how this information. And I want to make sure people know that, A, it's confidential it's important and it will not be shared. Um, not even like no court can order the census to share the information that came in as a result of this. Count. For any purposes, right? So the census counting began on April 1st. Yes. Right. And it continues until when? So there's a period now between now and July 1st, I believe. Let me see. Um, it's between March and uh, it, it was supposed to be July. They've extended it now to October for the self-response so that people okay. can go online or they can send it in by mail. Already um, between June and July, what they do is take a pulse on the uh, responses that they're getting and they start to send census takers 
out to different communities where they think people won't do the online or won't they do the door to door. As you can imagine in this climate, that door to door piece um, will have to be adjusted, which is even more reason I say people are home, let's get them to go online, let's get them right. to do this. Um, but also, you know, <laughs> I want to say we start when we started out with the census, we had so many obstacles because the uh, people in the White House were starting to talk about citizenship and not citizenship. There's already been a lot of kind of purposeful intimidation to filling out the census. And now we add on this layer, people are home, yes, but they're unemployed and they're not sure when they're going back to work. And here's the secretary saying, fill out the census, you know, and they they feel like, "Ah, I can't be bothered. But, you know, so we're just reminding people, taking the opportunity to say, this is how important it is. So that's the timeline between now and October, basically. We extended into October. They extended into October for all the data collection and pretty much, um, you know, they, they're, they're keeping a pulse on who's filling it out. So for example, we know as of today, I believe, or maybe as of yesterday, that about 49, is it 49%, uh, we have a 49% response rate in all of New York State. Great. That's not bad, but um, if it wasn't for, you know, the, the situation that we're going through now, we usually would right. have done better than that. Well, you know, uh, the census is going to get the Miranda warnings bump next when when this <laughs> airs. So I, I want to so. see how the numbers go up. I think we're probably, we'll go, we're going to put us over 50%. Uh, definitely. So, yeah, so you can complete it online. Uh, most, it takes, you, it takes about should, nine minutes. It has yes. less questions than you think. Right. Uh, you can actually go online to the website of the, um, of the Census Bureau and you can see a mock-up, you know, you, you can rehearse it. It's right. pretty simple. And, and you uh, should have got you. Most people will be getting a postcard in the mail. Uh, should have yeah, you should have gotten that the last. You. Yeah, the last week in February, first week in March. I'm sorry, last week of March, first week April. You got at least two pieces of mail. One saying it was coming, and one saying one confirming that it came. And um, right. that piece of mail has the number on it that you use to log on. I did mine online. Yes. So did as did I, and it's at my2020census.gov. If you have the number, you type the number in uh, and it takes you right to the questionnaire. If you don't have, if you lost the number, there's a way that you can still do it even without the number. Yes, it'll ask for your address and other verifying information and uh, and you can do that. So let me ask you about the, there's a question here. uh, It says, uh, what is the person's race? And it's got a, a number of options. And then it says some other race and you can, you can type it in. I want to put down, I'm a New Yorker. Is that allowed? Can I say, I'm a, that's how I identify. I'm a New Yorker. So I think you're allowed to identify <laughs> as you, as anywhere you want, right? To me, that is not even the most important question on the, on, on, on the, on the census. I'll tell you, uh, actually, it, it was a tough question for me. It always is because they separate race from ethnicity. And so, yes. Um, and so for Latinos, that's tough because we, we're pretty mixed. Most of us, many of us are very mixed. Right. Parents are from Puerto Rico. I'm born and raised here in New York. But I always struggle with what, what is my race? Do I say black? Because I believe I have black, I have white, I have brown. You know, we're like the, 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 the perfect mutts of civilization. Well, then I think you're, you're a perfect New Yorker as well. I, sh- I wish I had been creative <laughs> enough to think about writing in New Yorker. 
I think I wound up just checking all the boxes to 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 frustrate uh, the census taking. But, but well, the rest of the questions right. are is are easy. <laughs> yeah, they're very straightforward, um, and uh, it is very easy. And you're right; it takes less than ten minutes. Um, I have a question about. Let's say some people, when they're take completing this form, there might be some people in their household now because of the coronavirus that are not normally part of their household. Uh, Should they be uh, indicating the people that they have now in their household or where the people generally live? The intention of the census is to count where you generally live. And so, you know, if grandma's staying with you because of the virus, you took her up to Albany and got her out of the city, the intention of the census is that she's counted where she lives, if that's where she normally lives. So you can still log on for grandma and let her fill out, you know, fill out hers as head of household and separate that. Um, there may be someone who has had to relocate. Um, but I think the general rule is where you live on April 1st. Right. Um, and so, for example, those students who were on college campuses, they were being counted on college campuses, even though they were ordered to come home two weeks later, if you're filling it out at the end of April, you would still assume that they're on, on the college campus. Okay, good. That's very helpful. Uh, another thing I think that we should uh, talk about a little bit is, uh, unfortunately, there's some, uh, I'm going to say scams online, where they try to reach out to you via an email to get your information. And I just want to be clear that you're not going to get emails uh, on the census. Right. I mean, so if you're getting emails from somebody with the census, right? If you're getting an email from somebody that says this is the census and you need to complete it, that's probably going to be a scam and you should not complete it. You should not. And not only that, you should call Consumer Protection. My office, the Department of State, runs Consumer Protection and, and, and file a complaint with us so that we can get right on it. So the Census Bureau does not contact people by email. And um, the website that you gave out earlier is the actual official website. Um, the easiest way to verify the site is to check if the address uh, includes .gov. A lot of people, you know, sometimes they get an email and it's, you, you know these because we, we get scared sure. all the time. Um, but that's really important. Unfortunately, in this time of crisis, there are people who take advantage um, and try to collect other information from you um, by email. The, con- the the census is contacting you by mail. And then in order for you to, uh, for example, fill out the census online, you're going to go on to their website. They're not going to invite you in or send you an email where you click on it. You have to right. go to the URL and punch in the information. Right. So you'll, you'll be getting that post. You get that postcard in the mail. You can go at uh, my2020census.gov to complete the information. Nobody's going to send you an email. Nobody's going to call you on the phone and ask for your information. At some point, uh, a census personnel may, in fact, stop by your house and knock on the door, right? Yes, this summer. They'll they'll have uh, what kind of identifying information when they do that? They'll have a huge uh, (laughs) ID on a lanyard that identifies them as... um, being employed by census there'll also be people from your community you know the the census is hiring people from your own community to do kind of that canvassing we've put out a lot of information and a lot of messages to avoid the canvassing by just having people do it online unfortunately part of our outreach plan for april and may was to 
um, have community organizations that people are already in touch with and are already going to. So in case they didn't have whatever, um, if they didn't have Wi-Fi at home or they didn't have a laptop, they could go into the organization they normally go to for other things. But as we know, you know, people are home now. So that that kind of ruined our plans to do that a little bit. So the libraries were really important and now the libraries um, have been working on this for almost two years in preparing so that people can go in and use the, the computers on the library. Now we have limited hours. Most libraries are closed. Um, and so we're working with community organizations to try to bring that back up as soon as it's safe to do that. So uh, Secretary Rosato, I want to thank you for not only for being with us on Miranda Warnings, but for your continued efforts on making sure that uh, everyone uh, in New York State is counted in the census and your continued efforts uh, throughout this the time of this uh, coronavirus. Uh, it remains as important as ever uh, that people uh, provide an accurate count so that New York is properly represented. So thank you for that, Secretary Rosado. Oh, it's my pleasure. So these are all very important issues. The census obviously is very important. We have a somewhat of a lighthearted feature on Miranda Warnings called, called Music Book or Movie, which is also of increasing importance now that we're in this period of shutdown and lockdown. So do you have any good uh, movies or books or other performances for us? Well, I'm proud to say that I've read 10 books so far this year. So that's mm. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited that I got to do more reading during this time that I've been home and I actually have a um, a book log, but th the last book I read was by Terry McMillan. It's not all downhill from here. That was funny. She's a, she she wrote mm. she wrote uh, waiting to exhale and and has oh. her groove back. So those are happy happy women reading books. Yeah. <laughs> but also I was hooked on Ozark, and I just finished season three of Ozark on Netflix. Okay, um, so not not all downhill from here. Um, and then what is that like a kind of a, a self-help or no it's uh, it was fiction uh terry mcmillan is uh, as i said she wrote waiting to exhale and she wrote how stella got her group back so she writes about oh, okay yeah women on the rebound and she's funny and this one is about aging which you know we all are uh kind of a i know i think i've aged about 10 years in the last six weeks so yes well now you can see us all <laughs> aging because we see everywhere and so i've i've tried but yesterday i have to say yesterday the new york times published this section of puzzles for adults and i have to say i just spent the whole day doing that on sunday that was the most relaxing thing i've done in a long time but well it's nice to spend uh it's nice to spend a day with the new york times uh <laughs> always certainly and it was wonderful spending time with you, Secretary Rosado. Thank you again for your service to our state. And thank you for being with us on Miranda Warnings. Thank you, David. Thanks for listening to Miranda Warnings. I encourage you to rate, review, and subscribe to Miranda Warnings, a NISBA podcast, available on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts.